What do you get when two dudes who love Jesus and our masters at going with the flow get together? You get the flow podcast with J-Log and Marcus, where they discuss all things faith, life, and off the wall. Let's open this episode with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for your love and your mercy, God. I thank you for your grace. Father, I thank you for the cross. Father, as we go through this episode, Lord, we ask that you be present. We ask that you allow us to hide behind the cross, Lord, and say the words that you want us to say. Father, allow us, including the listeners, to have open hearts and open minds, Father, to receive, Father, your word. And, and Lord, just as we talk about living our faith in everyday life, Lord, we pray that God, you come inside of us, Father, and speak to each and every one of us, God, and help us where we are right now. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we want to say thanks for joining us again for this first official episode of yes, Flow. Yes, absolutely. Um, and today's topic is kind of a big one, um, faith. Uh, not just not just faith, but faith in everyday life. Um, and uh, J-Log, J- uh, J- you would agree, as Christians, faith is a big part of our, our life. Absolutely. I and, mean, yeah, go ahead. No, as as you were saying, faith is a big part of our everyday life. And the first thing that I think of when we say live in our faith in everyday life, it takes me immediately to Sunday mornings. And I think for a lot of people, and me being one of those people at one point in time in my life, we live our faith on Sundays. And that's not the way that it's intended to be. It's intended to be that God dwells within us daily, minutely, every hour, every second. And I even know for myself that it's a struggle throughout the week (laughs) living my faith at times in our life. And this episode, uh, when we came up with the idea of this this, this specific topic for our first official launch uh, of our first episode, it was so just to my heart of where we needed to be with it. Yeah, and it, and it goes along with what our name is, faith, life, and off the wall. Faith and life are our two biggest things of what we want to talk about Absolutely. through this podcast. Yes, sir. Um, and I think a lot of times when people hear the word faith, um, they may not understand fully what that really means. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, I've got faith. I've got, you know, I believe this, I mm-hmm. believe that. But um, when people think of the word faith, they probably think of something or someone blindly believing something that they can't see or hear or, um, you know, maybe something that nobody else believes in or um, maybe a mystical being. I mean, I don't know. Right. Um, But a a simple explanation that I've always thought of when I heard the word faith is is simply this. Faith is believing that a promise is true. Um, And what I mean by that is, uh, like, we can have faith that uh, your mom is going to, buy you a new xbox if she promises Mm -hmm. that um in the same way i can believe that god is for me because he's promised his favor uh in in us and in me um um i don't have the the verse memorized but i believe in hebrews chapter one um you know it says it's like uh it's about not it's not hope it's faith um because we can have hope in things right um but hope and faith are two different things right um and uh like you can hope for things you can hope that we belong to people that like us and uh that will belong to and we can hope that this group will like us Uh, we can hope that um what we're doing matters we can hope all these things um but what hope is it's a hunger for our soul um it's a desire for something that we can't see, and uh, but we know we need it. We need that hope, mm-hmm. and um, but when we our hope aligns with God's promises, that's when it becomes a powerful force right. called faith. Faith, absolutely. Um, and I think a lot of times people get those two mixed up. Of okay, I hope this, but if it doesn't belong to, it doesn't line up with God's promises mm-hmm. and God's word, then all it is is hope. It's not. It's no longer faith. Right. And uh, we live in a world that, and you might be shocked about this, that is anti-faith. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, and you probably see this a little more hand-in-hand hand than I do because you are in the secular world of the non-Christian world. And not that I, I'm not, 
but you live it almost every day in your job. Yes. Um, my job is to live faith and promote faith. And like I'm around people who love faith a lot of my time. Um, and you are kind of the opposite of that. Yes. Um, so kind of talk about, about that in, in your workspace of maybe not necessarily personally, how do you, how you live your faith, but what do you see when it comes to living faith in an everyday life? Gosh, you just honestly, just the first thing that comes to mind, you don't see it. That's the key. <laughs> exactly. You don't see it. Um, for you, as you mentioned, being a youth director and a youth pastor here at, at, at in our community, again, you're not really around it on a daily basis yeah. as much. Uh, I see it daily from a standpoint of being involved with it. Mm-hmm. And there's not much faith being lived. There's a lot of hopes. Oh yeah. There's a lot of hopes that are disguised, and you said that perfectly earlier. Uh, hope does does disguised as faith, mm-hmm. and, and people hoping instead of believing, and instead of uh, when I think of faith, I think of of a relationship yeah. uh, with with God and with following His promises, and you know, and it says that in His Word. Uh, something that I was looking up a second ago in Romans ten seventeen. It says, "So faith comes from hearing." hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. And the first thing that I think of with that is is how much simpler life would be if everybody had that. Yeah. And to see the mess that the world's in right now with everything that's going on in, in our secular world that there is no faith. No. There isn't. I mean, you see it for everyone that you see, there's hundreds or thousands that's not. Yeah, and it's and because of that, it is so easy to say, I'm just going to give up. Right. Uh, why would I want to fight this when the world promises and offers this? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when, like, for example, like, there's times where life is never going to be perfect. Right. There's times where it's going to be super hard. Um, you know, if you think about like when Mary became pregnant, definitely was not part of her plan. <laughs> definitely not, not um, something she was looking for. And, and, and she was promised to believe in two things. I mean, if you think about it, um, the world promised it, promised her that basically she would be destroyed because once she, she's gotten pre- pregnant outside of wedlock. Right. And two, I mean, she got pregnant without having sex. Yeah. So that that's also blows people's mind. Um, and if she embraced this journey and carried this baby all nine months um, and, be, and become pregnant or stay pregnant, she was going to be, be basically executed mm-hmm. because it was frowned upon at the time. Um, and she had seen enough public things happen like that because right. of, of things. Um, but also God said, believe in believe me. In. Yes. I've got you. Um, you know, God was promising that she um, had found favor in, in his eyes in her and Joseph. Mm-hmm. And that happens. And, yeah. That, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. What I was thinking of, and that happens in reference to today's society and today's life, even for the Christian, that we get caught up so much in our own beliefs mm-hmm. and our own desires of what we think because we don't have faith. Yeah. And we we think that it is impossible too, so we try to take matters into our own hands yep. and create something out of God's will. Yeah, no different than what you just said with Mary. You know, it wasn't her plan. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain. That, pretty sure. <laughs> and, and I'm fairly certain when when Joseph found out and everything went there that, well, you read when, when you read it, <laughs> yeah, you see yeah. what happened. Exactly. You know, and and that's what that's what our life as a Christian is about that's what our that's what our whole whole salvation is based on is our faith to trust the father yeah because because uh, i mean just speaking about mary she had a a purpose to fulfill and that was to carry the carry son of the god son of, yeah. um and to even ra- raise the stakes even higher um the holy spirit was going to be with her mm-hmm. and helping her and make sure that she was successful that's where our faith comes in knowing right. that our holy spirit is going to guide us and make sure that we are su- successful. Now, does that mean we're going to be perfect and not stumble? No. No. Um, you know, because if it, um, if it's if it was our our will and what we wanted, uh, we would fail a lot more than we already do. 
Oh, absolutely. Because um, we are not perfect. But because um, if you think about, about back about Mary, I mean, yeah, she was probably scared. Mm-hmm. She was probably she didn't know what to do. Um, there was probably a lot of people that probably shunned her because she was doing this. Um, but the, the thing that I think is awesome that maybe that maybe f- helped fill her faith was the fact that her cousin was trying to get pregnant at the same time and ended up being right. pregnant um, after trying so so long. So long to have a baby. Um, and her, because I mean, she, her her cousin was ha- ha- struggling to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, pretty much her whole life uh, and basically kind of gave up and then uh, but an angel was telling her that a miracle had already taken place in her family right uh, which was indicating that her cousin is now pregnant um, and what God was doing with that was aligning her hope mm-hmm. with a promise and that's what what it is is God promises all these things and that when our hope aligns with those promises faith is what's gonna is what's birthed out of that exactly absolutely um you know, Mary chose faith over her insecurities. Mm-hmm. Mary chose faith over what the world is going to promise her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was deciding to see life through heaven's eyes instead of her own. And I think that's a lot of times we always see our own focus point. Right. Um, and uh, we don't always see the bigger picture. Because um, if you think about your whole life, when anything, something bad happens, you only think about your point of view. Mm-hmm. Um you know why is why me why this what, what why now um, all these questions are why me? Mm-hmm. me me myself and I and not necessarily bad but what 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 would what would be different if you saw that point of view from God's point of view right would it line up with how you're feeling could you see a, maybe a different side and see okay I can now see because if you think of Joseph. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, his brothers and who sold him to slavery, basically faked his faked death his and death. all these things. I mean, he had every right to, to turn away from God, but never did. Never did. You know, and to relate that back in life, I mean, even myself, I was put in a position to where things in my life at one point were going on to where things stopped lining up with what was going on in my life on an everyday basis regarding work. Yeah. I didn't know why other than I knew that God was telling me to quit doing the things that I had been doing. Live life the way that I want you to live it. And when you're used to living it a certain way, (coughs) it is so much easier to say no than it is to say yes. And when you go on your own understanding and not relying upon your faith, which is what you have when you create that bond in a relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. you'll never be, you'll be going off of false promises and false hope. Yep. Instead of having the hope, living the hope out through your faith. Yeah. And it's tough at times but that's where we've got to stand strong and tall as what we believe as believers in this world today as a Christian is to rely on our faith and the only way we can do that is to grow closer with him yep and I think a lot of times faith can we go I, I call them seasons where our faith is probably going to be super strong when you know at times but there's going to be times where our faith is tested Mm-hmm. And uh, we go through these trials, and when we go through those trials, that's when our faith is not that God is, because God will test us all, all our, our our whole life, um, and He does that to see how strong is our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's always a way out of those those tests, but are we strong enough and ready to see those ways out? Um, and uh, and that's all about you know getting in your word. Um, that's all about being around other Christians to, mm-hmm. to encourage you to talk about it, to, um, you know, do life together. Right. Um, and I think when, cause when, when you live a life that is not around, uh, other Christians where all you're doing is going to the bars and the parties and, um, and you go to church maybe once a week and things like that, what you are around the most is what's going to influence your life. Um, and, when you don't have the strong Christian community around you, 
then the non-Christian community is what's going to influence you. Um, now I don't say that to the, to, to the fact of never go hang out with non-Christians because then you can never witness to somebody. Um, but you have to be careful um, because if you are a, if your faith is not as strong as maybe what you would want it to be or think it is, you may not be able to be strong enough to resist those temptations. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we live in a world where, it's oh, it's just one party. Oh, it's just one drink. Oh, right. it's just one, uh, one girl. It's you know all these things. It's just one time, but that one time can very lead up to twenty in 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 a matter of, you know, not a lot of time, and uh, we live in a world where if you do those things, you're okay. You're part of the world. It's it's accepted that way. They you know it's you're normal that way, um, but right. God says don't be normal. Stand out from the crowd be different um and being different means probably losing friends maybe not being invited to that party maybe uh not going to this club or this bar or um you know this hangout time because you know what's going to be around um you know like gary um you know talks about his past and how he tries to avoid a lot of things because of it right um and for those who don't know gary's our our pastor here at mill creek right and um you know, I, I commend that there's times, uh, you know, he, he had a very big drinking problem and I won't get to it a lot. Um, but I know like when we go to, um, like even like Chili's, he makes sure that we never have eat our booth or anything is is not in the bar area. Um, just because he doesn't want to be tempted. Not that he would actually do anything, but he, it's just, he, he has a conviction of, I want to stay as far away as from drinking that I possibly can. Right. If that means that I gotta wait another ten minutes to get a booth outside of the bar, I'm okay with that. You know, and that's just and that's just an example of his faith, right. knowing that God is gonna provide for him of getting that booth. Um, but you know, it's. I mean, faith is a big a big word. Well, faith yeah. is a huge word, you know. And as I was looking up here, the thing that, you know, that God brought to my mind was was scripture. Scripture wise, was Matthew seventeen twenty. And it says he re- he replied because you have you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as as mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, "Move from here to there," and it will be moved. Nothing will be impossible for you. And that speaks volumes of who we are and the question that we're ans- asking and answering mm-hmm. on this episode: living f- living faith in everyday life. Yeah. And and you know you hit it home. Uh, I think it's perfectly said that we are actually told to do just the opposite of what everybody thinks. You know, when when you say, hey, are you a Christian or do you go to church? Immediately everybody goes that you can't associate with anybody else outside of a steeple. <laughs> yep. And that's not that's not the case, and that's not the truth. The truth of the fact of the matter is, is that where are you in your faith? Where are you in your walk with God? Where is your relationship with the Father? Are you strong? Are you grounded in His Word? Are you fellowshipping with other believers throughout the course of your week? Are you on Bible studies? Are you on the things that are going to is going to grow who you are in Him? If yeah. that's if that's what you proclaim that you are, because in today's life, as you was mentioned earlier, the odds are that that if you say that you're a Christian. And you say you love the Lord with all your heart, but yet you still partake in the things of, of what you did before you became saved, such as getting drunk every weekend, such as doing the things that you shouldn't do, such as maybe premarital sex or whatever the case may be. The odds of, of you saying that you're a Christian is probably not there because you're not living the life and living it to the way in which the Father means for us to. By by doing those things that I just mentioned, as such as living your life consistently in Him to help grow your faith, that's what will allow you to do those things in the secular world that we're called to do, yeah. which is if you want to go out with a group of buddies and play golf, and you know beyond a shadow of a doubt because of the, not that we're being judgmental, but we know by the way of the fruit of the Spirit and the way that they're living their life, pretty good estimate to say that they're probably not believers. Yeah. You know. They may say that they are with air quotes, <laughs> yep. but you can tell because you're grounded in your faith, which is what we're talking about, 
that they're probably not, it's okay to be in that type of a situation yeah. as long as you are of sound mind and body in your faith. Yeah. And I think a lot of times it's, well, how do I know my faith is lining up with God? Mm-hmm. Well, kind of simply put, well, what does the Bible say? Does what you, you're doing line up with the Bible? Because um, if you don't know this, that's God's word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and God's word is what we live by. And mm-hmm. if what he says in the Bible is what he says in the Bible, then that's what we need to be doing. And if it's not what you're doing, chances are you're not living by faith. Um, that's right. Because, uh, I mean, faith, faith, like we just said, is a big word, but um, it can trump our stress and it, mm-hmm. can, it can trump our, um, our anxiety and our fear mm-hmm. because of our faith. Because, I mean, it's super easy to go into a world that is anti-faith and allow stress and anxiety and fear to really run our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but with faith, it doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with this whole coronavirus, you know, people say, oh, we shouldn't live, you know, as Christians, we shouldn't live in fear. Um, and that's to an extent true. Um, but at the same time, we have to live cautiously too, mm-hmm. we have to live our lives. Right. Um, you know, because when we allow our minds to move to, or allow our minds and our, our, our lives be moved by our fears or our stress or whatever, um, we need to learn to allow faith to eliminate those things. Right. Um, and, and I don't mean that to say, um, you know, you don't go out and wear a mask anymore. Or, um, you don't, you know, follow laws and things like that. And you don't care about, you know, your finances. No, it's, you just know that even though you might be tight on your, on your budget this month, you know, that's got, you have faith that God's going to provide. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, you know I was put in the same situation, like, for example, this weekend, uh, I had a golf match with uh, a business co- colleague that came in from North Carolina. And I'm not, I would be lying if I sat here and said, you know, he's from a different state. He's probably near the beaches of North Carolina, my luck, and there's highly populated areas. <laughs> so was I a little scared of the fact that I was supposed to go play golf with him? And I had to rely on my faith to lead me and to know and believe that God was going to take care of me in this situation. Now, does that mean that I sat, sat over and hugged him and, and, <laughs> and you know, did the unnecessary handshakes and, and things of that nature, you know, when you meet somebody or you might even give them one of the handshakes along with a hug? Or I'm not yeah. saying don't use common sense, but what I am saying is, is your faith that God is going to take care of you. But he expects us not to be stupid, too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> my joke to my youth is, uh, have faith, but don't be an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's basically, and then honestly, that's basically the truth, you yeah. know? But what's so cool about that is, and you've been in these situations, I'm sure, before, that when you rely on that faith, just like I did this weekend, I relied on that faith to allow God to bring that peace and to trust there's, there, it's different to know and understand, and I think you know it resonates so much since you've said it during this this episode that hope is different than faith. Yeah. And when you really know that you can rely on that faith, because faith is is a promise. Yep. Faith is a bond that as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, everything's going to be okay, even if it's not okay. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, is okay, I didn't hug this guy that I played <laughs> golf with. I didn't purposely, yes, I shook his hand, but I immediately used a gallon Germex, uh, so on and so forth. But that's not to ensure that because of chance, I'm not going to get it. But but what is, the reason I say that that is okay is, is even though I took the, pro, the, the precautionary measures is, is that I know with my faith, regardless, everything's going to be okay. Yep because of where my faith stands. Yeah. You know, and the promises thereof, which we'll go through in different episodes. Oh, sure. Things of that nature. Because, I mean, if you think about it, um, when we allow those fears and anxieties and stresses to run our lives, we miss out on so much Mm -hmm. um, because we're so focused on these things. Um, But if you can, like, and like you were just saying, you can think back from your life and think, of a problem or a situation in your head that just seemed impossible to get out of. But mm-hmm. now that you're out of it, you can say, wow, I can see where God was in that. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, and because uh, I mean, what we're talking about is not necessarily ignoring your problem. Right. Um, it's it's about knowing that your situation will improve deep down inside because of your heart and your soul and the faith you have in Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, you know, when when I was growing up in high school, um, we had this thing called uh, the faith teams, mm-hmm. um, and it's an old Lifeway way of sharing the gospel. Right. And uh, they used faith as an acronym, and uh, each letter meant meant something. And every time I think of faith, that's what I think about. Um, F stands for um, uh, for for fellowship with with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, a was uh, it was available for all. Um, I was it's impossible to allow sin sin into heaven. Uh, T is for turning turning from your sins. Mm-hmm. Um, and H was um, heaven was only for those that were saved. Um, and there was a whole lit like outline of how to do that. But you know the F was. Um, you know, having faith also means being in the fellowship of, of the body of believers. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we can have that, um, you know, we can have that also because it's available for every single person in our, in our, in our world. We can't just, uh, you know, think, oh, he, he cusses or they drink or they go to those parties and, um, or uh, they hang out with the wrong crowd. They don't need Jesus or they, they don't want to hear it. Uh, no, it's we tell everybody about right. Jesus so that they can have the faith that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's the, it's impossible for God to allow sin into heaven because God is perfect and heaven is perfect. Right. Um, so therefore, uh, we have to turn from our sins mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and our sins are anything we think, say, or do that goes against God's law, um, and, and breaks his law. Um, and when we don't allow those to be, um, forgiven and all those things, then we cannot spend heaven or spend eternity with he- with God in heaven, um, and uh, because of all that, I can have faith knowing that God's got me. Right. Um, I can have faith knowing that is my life going to be perfect? No, but I know where I'm going to end up at some point in my life, which is going to be heaven, because I've believed and I've confessed and I've understood that. Um, and uh, I think this word faith. You know, people think, oh, I've got faith, so I'm going to go to heaven. Um, but no, there's a difference between having faith and salvation. And salvation. Right. Um, you know, or it's the, I think I, I think I, I, I do. You know, and mm-hmm. it's, if you if that's the case, in my personal opinion, then no, you don't have faith. Right. Because um, it's a simple answer, yes or no. It's not a, oh, I think so, or I don't know. Uh, it's either yes, you do, or no, you don't. Right. Um, and, and, and you might have faith. In something, it may not be technically God. Um, you might have faith in a car or um, in a person or um, in a business or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said earlier, if those are the things that you think you have faith in, they're not really faith. Right. It's you have hope in those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think a lot of times we got to understand that our faith only comes because of Jesus. Right. Only comes because of the Holy Spirit. Right. Um, and it's easy to get hope and faith mixed up. Oh, it's very easy because people, I believe you said this earlier, um, mask what they believe is faith, which is actually hope. Mm-hmm. And if, if and my, my challenge to, to a lot of you guys out there is, is look at the hope that you have in somebody, whether it be your brother, your mother, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, or whoever, your best friend, whoever it may be, that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that what you think is you have faith in them is actually hope and you feel that way because of what your relationship that you have with that person mm-hmm. ask yourself this now and being truthful how is that when it comes to your relationship with God are you living up to your end of the bargain so that, that ho- what you think is hope that you wish was faith could actually become faith from the greatest source that there is. And that is that it's our Heavenly Father that, that longs to have a relationship for us and with us. And uh, it took me forever to understand that and to, to get it to grasp that, you yeah. know. And it's not, it's, 
it's so easily overlooked when you don't know. And that's something that I struggled with because I, I, I didn't know. I thought I knew. I went to church. I sat in the services every Sunday. Oh, yeah. I, I lived what I thought was a good life. I did live a good life of, of, of terms of being a good person. But guess what? Being a good person won't get you to heaven no quicker than driving my car will. Exactly. You know, so it all starts with relationship and foundation and that builds your faith. And I encourage you all to just search yourselves and ask yourselves, where does my faith lie right now within myself? And then two, because of that and how I make that stronger by staying in him, by reading the Bible, going to prayer meetings, Bible studies, so on and so forth, allows your faith to grow. Then you will learn in that itself, in my opinion, Marcus, of how to live your faith in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think we can get caught up in the um, trying to be perfect. Right. We can get caught up in um, trying to live what a Christian is supposed to be. Um, but I think a lot of times we forget that uh, you know one thing that we well, let me go let me go this different direction um, if you're listening and you're struggling with your faith mm-hmm. um, we in the youth we've been going through the gospel conversations right um, and without God you can't have faith no. um, and we have to understand we use we use the word gospel for a reason and we use it as an acrostic and each letter means something and you know G God created us to be with him and uh, you know it talks about um, how we need to know that the Lord is God. Um, it is He who made us. It is He who created us, um, and we are His. Um, and because of that, we can be with Him. Right. Um, and then, oh, our sins, anything we think, say, or do, has separated us from God. Um, you know, uh, famous verse Romans three twenty three: For all have sinned Sin. and fallen short of the glory of God. Right. Um, that's not just for those that think they aren't perfect it's all means all and all is all it means all it is that's you that's yeah. me um and then uh s sins cannot be removed by any good deed you cannot do enough good to remove your sins um isaiah 64 6 says all of us become like one who is unclean and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags mm-hmm. um and the best part of this whole whole thing for P paying the price for sin Jesus died and rose again um, Romans 5 8 but God demonstrates his his own love for us in this while we were still sinners while we were breaking God's law mm. he died for us Amen. Um, here's the even better part the E everyone who trusts in him has eternal life um John three sixteen for God so loved the world that He gave His only only Son that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Um, and even better news mm-hmm. is the L, right. last letter. Life with Jesus starts now and it lasts forever. And because in John seventeen three it says, "Now this is eternal life that they know you, that one true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent." Um, and with, if you understand that and you accept that, you can have faith. Right. But the biggest thing we want you to understand is faith can only come from God. Faith is not something that you kind of develop on your own. Um, now, can you get it? Can you develop it stronger on your own? Yes, but you cannot get it on your own. Right. It comes from Jesus Christ. And um, I think a lot of times we try to, and kind of like we were, you were saying, create this. Christian Christian atmosphere. We try to create ourselves this way to heaven, but at the end of the day, no, Jesus is the only way to heaven. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Him. Um, you cannot go down one path and think it's going to lead you to the to another. No, it's one narrow path to Jesus Christ. Um, and uh, I always heard that. I mean, the, the kind of the joke that I've always heard is there's a stairway to heaven, but there's a highway to hell, um, mm. and it's because the the stairway is 
it, it takes work. Right. Uh, you have to build yourself up to, to heaven. Right. Hi, anyone anyone can drive down a down down a highway, but it takes work to be a Christian. And um, I know that sounds kind of kind of mm. hard, um, but it's when those hard things happen. Have faith, knowing that God's got you. Have faith. Have faith and belief. Yeah. You know, and I want everybody to understand something too. We're talking about faith in everyday life, and <coughs> we're talking about how to get that faith is having a relationship with Jesus and yeah. and understanding that yes, He did die for me and and everything else, but it's more than a prayer. I want to. Yes. I want to stress that. Yes. That a relationship with Jesus is not a religion with Jesus mm-hmm. because a lot of people in this life think and believe that because you say a prayer, because you go to church, that you've got salvation. That's what I thought. Yep. And until I fully understood what it meant to be a Christian, which basically is no more or no less than being Christ-like, that's what the term Christian means, it's living Christ daily. Once you realize that you're a sinner and you're you've been living a life of selfishness and you finally want to give that up to be who he wants you to be, to have that relationship with Jesus so that you can build your faith in who you are with him, but not only that, but faith in this world. Yeah. And and it and I wanted to read a verse real quick to you. In first John two six says, Whoever says he abides he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Mm. And what that basically means is is again, if you're saying that you're a Christian and you say that you have a relationship with Jesus, which is what builds this faith that me and you are talking about of how to live your faith in everyday life, you have to walk it. You have to talk it. You have to show it. And it says, whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Mm-hmm. And that is something that is very important to me because I don't want to mislead anybody. No. I don't want to mislead anybody Definitely into not. thinking that, that, okay, a prayer gets you saved. Now you can have faith. Now let's go <laughs> live our life in everyday world like we want to. Yeah. Because that's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. No. Nope. Exactly. And I think that's a good segue to... Um, answer some of our fans questions the specific questions that we're going to be answering today are from Instagram and what I did is I put up an Instagram questionnaire um, with the topic telling you guys to ask questions that you want uh, to be answered on the podcast if you'd like to be involved and so what that allows you guys to do is answer in the box that's provided and then it goes straight to me directly on my page and I can see those questions and we had a number of questions we uh, chose a few different ones that we wanted to answer that we thought would be best so um, if you guys want to get involved with that uh, be on the lookout um, with our social medias like I said it was on my personal account that I had these questionnaires up for you guys to put entries into the more that we grow on the Flow podcast social media accounts, the more that our Instagram grows, the more following we get, the more that we can post on there. That way you guys can interact. I just went ahead and put it on my personal because I knew that we'd get a lot more questions that way instead of the actual account because right. we're just starting out. But yep. um, that's how that's how you guys can send in your entries. And when you guys are ready, we can go over these questions. Let's go ahead and go we, for we it. We will say if we mispronounce your, your social media handle, yeah. <laughs> we apologize right now. In advance, we're sorry. <laughs> we're so sorry. Okay, go ahead. All right, first question. Yeah, so uh, like they said, it's the topic is faith in everyday life. And our first question here is from Instagram from at Kawakuki. And it says, how can you be confident in your faith when the devil attacks you? That's a a good question. This is actually one that I picked because I thought it was really good. Um, Because we live in a world where the devil is always going to attack us. Um, And to have confidence is knowing that you have confidence in the Lord. Um, and what I mean by that is you know what you believe, why you believe it, and you know how to live that out. Um, you know, kind of like we were talking about earlier, um, when life hits us hard, um, you know, where are you going to turn? Are you going to turn to maybe your past or are you going to turn to uh, Jesus? Are you going to turn to drugs or are you going to turn to Jesus? Are you going to turn to a person or are you going to turn to Jesus? Um, and having confidence uh, in Christ is what's going to have you help you have confidence in the in, in your faith when right. those things happen. 
I agree. You couldn't have said it any better. Um, and and I, I I will emphasize it's not a bad thing to have a have confidence in a person, mm-hmm. especially if they are in the faith um, right. and a Christ follower. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I say that because uh, my old youth pastor Brad, um, you know, I probably had more confidence in him when I was in a, in high school than I probably should have. Um, but he was such a godly person that he was able to lead me to where probably Jesus would lead me if I read the Bible, as, right. you know, more as much as I do now. Right. Um, so that's not a bad thing, but don't rely on them no. so much because you need to rely on Jesus. I agree with that. I think the Bible even, you know, to kind of st- stretch that out just a little bit, yeah. your, your number one go-to should always be with God yep. and to Jesus and your relationship there. Uh, to bounce off what you said, the Word even says for us to be encouragers. Yep. Um, and... It's not a bad thing to lean on somebody that you know is of good faith, that you know is not, that they're not of good faith. <laughs> yeah. Their relationship with Jesus is is of good faith. And because of their walk with God, to be able to entrust in somebody like that for advice or encouragement, yep. I think is a good thing. Yeah, and, and to get a solid foundation to have that confidence, I, right. I suggest and I encourage to people start in John. Right. Um, and then go to, or well, actually read all the Gospels. But yeah. the, John is probably my, one of my favorite. I love John. Um, and then the book of James. Um, right. J- John will give you a very foundation of the Gospel, mm-hmm. and James will give you practical ways to live that out. Right. Um, so hope that answers hope that, that helps. helps. Kawakuki. Kawakuki. Thank, thank you, Kawakuki. <laughs> um, all right. Our second question is from at CassB15, and she says, How do we keep up that fire and desire in our hearts to spend time with him daily? That was one of mine uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that I picked. Man, for everybody listening that that is listening to our podcast, I want you to understand that Marcus and myself are no super Christians. We're no, we don't have a, a reg for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at least for myself, you know, I, I don't have a phone booth that I go into and put on a red cape, and 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 now I'm super Christian. Uh, yeah, you know. I sat here in this chair because I trust and have faith in my relationship with Jesus. Yep. And I, I know you're the same way, Marcus. And we struggle. Uh, I struggle. I'll, I'll speak on behalf of myself just because I don't want to speak for you, obviously. <laughs> but I struggle daily uh, at some point in time with life. And oh, yeah. oh. we're not always going to feel very... And it was put this way by... Brother John Swanger. <laughs> yeah. I believe I've got that yes. right out in uh, Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Yep. Uh, there is a ton of times, Marcus, where I just don't feel very Jesus-y. I hear you. And if you remember him preaching on that. I do. You know, and there's a ton of times I just don't feel like praying. Oh, I yeah. don't feel like reading the Word. I don't uh-huh. feel like li- you know, living it or doing things that I know I should be doing. It doesn't mean that I'm doing just the opposite thereof. I mean, I'm not, but yeah. it's just times I just don't feel like it. Oh, and yeah. well, I mean, I'm a pastor, so I get paid to preach the word. I get paid to live a Christian life. I get paid to encourage others to do that. And there's times where I wake up in the morning and I don't want to spend time in the word. There's mm-hmm. times where I wake up in the morning that I don't even want to come to church because I'm tired or I'd just rather sleep in or I'd rather just be at the be home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people I get, I have a quote unquote Mondays off and I put that in quotes because even though I have a day off, I don't really have a day off. Right. Um, and you kind of get that with your, your job. Your phone's always going. It's um, unbelievable. But like for me, um, you know, any, any moment I can get a call and say, Hey, this person's in the hospital. I need you to go pray with them. Um, or Hey, this person just, had a car accident or this person's going through something, go, go pray with them, go, go talk to them. And, and that can weigh, weigh on us very quick, me very quickly. Um, but if it isn't, the, and I always tell our youth being a Christian really takes one big word and that's discipline. Um, if you don't have discipline in your life, then you're right. not going to be a successful Christian. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that in to encourage you to get that discipline to, Make sure you read God's word every day. Make sure you spend time in, in that prayer um, and get to know him. Um, and to right. to do that, if that means setting an alarm every day, set that alarm. If that means having somebody call you every day at a certain time, do that. Set up the parameters you need to help you 
get that habit started. Right. I want to encourage you, too, that one of the things I've always been taught and one of the things that I've always learned, when you don't feel like it, still do it. Yep. Um, more importantly, be honest with yourself. Be honest with God. Mm-hmm. And just tell him you're struggling. Yeah. Just, just be that blunt with it because he knows anyway yeah i mean you know don't try to sneak around thinking in in your mind and i want you to pay attention to this guys in your mind that you're fooling yourself or god by the way that you think because at the end of the day it's not your mind that accomplishes anything in your faith it's your heart yeah and god knows our hearts and so I would encourage you, Caspi, and anybody else out there that's that's struggling with that, including myself. I'm, I'm talking to J-Log, and uh, be honest with God. Just tell him, hey, God, yeah. I'm struggling today. I don't feel like reading your word. What what do you want me to do? Show me something. Give me a sign. And if it's even maybe just a verse yeah. that you read or a prayer that you pray, it's better than nothing. Yep. And, and I'll say this one last thing, and then we'll probably do one more. Sure. Because we've run out of time. Um, you know, so like I, I, I like to work out. I work out Monday through Friday right. every morning. But there's mornings where I'm like, I'll just sleep in today and I'll skip today. Right. But I don't because I know I need to work out because if I don't, it's going to ruin my the rest of my week of working out and doing mm. that. But those are the days where I feel like I get the most burned and the most calories right. uh, burned. Same with the the gospel. I feel like the days that I don't want to do it, not that I learn more, but I feel like I get more out get of it. Get more out of it. So, all right, last one. All right, third question, last question is from at Chancy Hall on Instagram says, how can we tell people about God outside of a social platform whenever we're scared? Wow. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's big. Um, and, you know, as, as a youth pastor, I, I deal with this a lot. Um, it's easy to text somebody, uh, hey, you know, a gospel conversation or sharing the gospel. It's easy to do it on social media and all that stuff. But when it's face-to-face or in person, uh, it's very hard. And I always joke that it's kind of like guys talking to girls when they, re- when they like them. You stumble your words. Uh, you know, your, your hands get sweaty. Uh, you get nervous and you don't know what to say. Um, and it's kind of cliche, but it works. Practice. Um, and that, that means sitting in the, in the, um, in the front of the mirror, talking about what it means to be a Christian, how do you do it over and over again? That's okay. Um, you know, we, we, like I, in our episode, we, we talked about the gospel, um, where I had every letter mean something. You can even, I can, I can put the outline in our description and I'll, I'll do that for our listeners and you can memorize that. And that's a great tool to just start the conversation. Um, but also just knowing that it's okay to mess up. Um, there's no perfect way to talk about Jesus. No, absolutely not. Um, and there's no perfect words to say. Because mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, your words don't save anybody. It's the message of Jesus Christ that saves them. That's it. Um, so the, the biggest thing is believe in yourself and be confident knowing that what you're saying is saving somebody's soul. Um, and if that means that you stumble over your words, it's okay. It is okay. You know, I, I would encourage you to another another thing that I would do is, first of all, I like what I like what you were saying about role play. Yeah. Be as bold as is. First of all, if it's on your heart, Chancy, that and others that maybe listen to this and you're struggling with this, mm-hmm. if it's on your heart that you're scared, that means it's you've got the desire to do so. Yep. If not, you wouldn't have had the feeling in your heart to do it to begin with. So I would encourage you to reach out to your youth pastor. Reach out to your. Uh, reach out to your uh, pastor or a church member or somebody th- that you look up to in the ministry yeah. and ask them to help you role play even. Uh, one of the things that ha- works for me, and it happens more so than not, is I wear, I'm getting to where I, w- I wear a ton of Christian apparel. Yeah. And I've had so many compliments on somebody just saying, hey, I love your shirt. Or hey, I like your shirt, or or your hat, or whatever it is that you may have on. That in itself is a enter entry into a conversation, and I've used that a couple of times into doing so. And yeah. like, yeah, I got this shirt here. Yeah, I like it because it means this to me. Let me tell you a little bit more about why I wear it. Yeah. And so, let your life that you live help lead you in to living out 
what your goals are, which is talking to people face-to-face outside of social media on, about Jesus. And I think for me, my advice would be the asking a, someone else in the ministry to help you that you feel close to, mm-hmm. as well as wear Christian apparel and merch, and let that be a conversation builder for you. Yeah, and one thing I also encourage our youth um, is if you don't feel comfortable yourself speaking about it, invite them to church and have one of their your leaders or your youth pa- like you're saying your youth pastor your pastor come alongside you at that po- moment and because I'm if your church is like ours and they don't sh- they they aren't scared to share the gospel uh, the gospel is shared almost every week um, and uh, so invite them and if that means that you go pick them up and bring them to church go pick well I guess you can't really bring them to church right now because of the whole pandemic but uh, if that means you go to their house and you make sure that they're watching your sermon online do that. Um, right. you know, invite them to your events. Um, and it's kind of yeah. like you were saying, let your, let your life be the example for them to be like, why are they different? Mm-hmm. Um, and cause that'll lead a lot, a lot of things and make it a lot easier. Right. Um, and, and it, the biggest thing is, is build a relationship with them. Um, and the, now a relationship can be within three seconds to five years. Um, but ask the right questions get no, to get to know who you're talking about right. and how to see, not necessarily tell them that they are wrong of the way they're living, but just show them how, why they need Jesus Christ. Right. Um, and the biggest thing I can say is just practice. Um, practice and practice. if that means that you memorize a tool like I've done, then that's what you do because it works. It works. Um, there's, no, there's nothing sinful about no. that because you're sharing the gospel. You know. um, and it helps. As, as a believer, I love what you just said. To help somebody that's new in their faith or somebody that's even older in their faith that struggle with face-to-face ministry or somebody that is close to you that you're trying to lead to Christ that you're just afraid to talk to because you have a built relationship with them. Something as simple as saying, hey, I want to encourage you that that I know you can't come to church now because of the coronavirus or whatever's going on. Mm -hmm. Would you do me a favor and watch our live stream? I'd, I'd like to have a conversation with you about it, you know, later today. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the biggest key is the later today. Yes, absolutely. And don't forget that. Because you're, what you're doing there is is all you're doing is, in one, inviting them to church. Mm-hmm. Two, you've let them know that you want to talk with them about it later to get their opinion on it, to make sure mm-hmm. you know what they're thinking. And three, you've done built a relationship to where you can then start witnessing to this person about what the, minute, what the message was, Yep. Which most churches, which I hope they're like ours, <laughs> preaches the Bible. Yep. And the Bible only. Yep. So all your work has pretty much been done for you. Yeah, and you've already set up an accountability because you're you're making sure that they watched it. Yeah. And also you're you're gonna say, hey, I've watched it too, and this is what I got out of it. Yep. So it's a win-win. Absolutely. So, well, uh, we're running out of time, so just want to remind you to go with the flow. That's it. So I've been Marcus. I'm J-Log. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out flowpodcast.org to send in your questions or topics and get your official Flow merch. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to get your faith life and off-the-wall fix during the week. Till next time, and remember to go with the flow.